Good. So I've just had a wonderful few hours exploring the magical world of, of Trumas Hadeshin. Uh, it started with some issues I was having on Dafsan al which is our Daf today. And usually if I go to sleep perplexed, I wake up with a bit of an idea as to how to go about resolving it. But this morning I wake up with no, no idea how to resolve it. So I had to get, it, get into it. it, took me into this long toysfus on the end of Nuntes Amud Beis. And, uh, and, and most of what I needed to work out is in fact on Nuntes Amud Beis. Uh, as it flows into, into Daf Samech Aleph. So those of you who are doing Daf Yomi will be familiar with the Gemara already. And, and what is intriguing about the, um, the, the mitzvah of Trumas Adeshin, which we've had before, we've spoken about the mitzvah before, um, the posuk in, in Parshat Tzah, the Kohen should wear his, his, his uniform and his... Of, of, of bad of, of the material of material and his trousers, he should wear on his on his flesh. And he takes a silver pan and he lifts up the leftover ashes on the on the mizbech. So this is first thing in the morning, the first avoid of the of the morning. And he comes down from the mizbech and he turns left at the bottom of the ramp walking east and then he turns left again walking north and, and takes a few steps forward as the Sefer Achinuch describes and there he puts this pile of ash that he's taken off the, off the Mizbech. That's the mitzvah of, of Dishon of, of Dishon Mizbech. Um, so there are two things that, that concern me about, about it. The one thing is you're dressing up for the occasion. That's really what the, Gemara, what the Torah is saying. Dress up for the occasion. What's the occasion? What are you about to do? To t- clean the ash off the Mizbech. Can you imagine that? You, you've made a barbecue and everything's done. The dinner's over. Your guests have gone. The dishes are washed. Now you're going to clean the barbecue. But before you do, you go and put on your Shabbos clothes. It doesn't make sense. And although we've learned that the clothes for the Dishon Mizbech have to be a little bit less than his usual clothes because of the begodim with which you serve in the kitchen, you'll remember the difference between process and outcome. We talked about that. Not the same as the way you serve at the table. We, we discussed that in detail. But still, you put on the big day kahuna. You still dress up for the occasion. What is the occasion? And you know, people learn from that. You see how important, even keeping the Besamikdash tidy and the importance of tidying up, great musa for children. There are all sorts of things you can learn from that. But there's more to it than that. This is, this is an avoider. This is one of the avoiders of the Besamikdash. It's not just cleaning up what went yesterday. And we talked about Shimshon uh, Hirsch's view on that and the relationship to the past and the future and the present. And we've had that whole, that, that whole discussion. But there's more going on. And we see that there's more going on in our Gemara. Because in our Gemara, we find that whereas in every mitzvah, we, we've talked about Kedusha. There are different levels of Kedusha. There's Kedusha Taguf and there's Kedusha Damim. Uh, an object can be Kurdish because its value has been dedicated to Kedusha. You've said the value of this, whatever it is, ox, bull, motor car, vehicle, should be, belong to the Beis Amikdash. It's not the object which is Kodesh, it's the value of the object. So you can sell the object and give the money to the, to the Beis Amikdash. And sometimes it's Kedusha's Hagu. For example, you're saying this lamb will be brought as a korban, as a korban. And then the lamb itself, the goof, the body of the lamb becomes Kodesh. There's, there's Kedusha's Haguf and Kedusha's Domim. There's another kind of a Kedush, which is like Tashmish Mitzvah, which is a, an object which is being used for a mitzvah. 
So an esrog has a certain kedusha to it, and we're not allowed to do certain things with it. The, uh, the, the walls of a sukkah, the schach of a sukkah, these things all have certain kedusha, and they're halakhas that are attached to it. We've spoken before that the way you measure kedusha is the halachot that are attached. The more halachot that are attached to something, the more kedusha it has. But the interesting thing is, once sukkah is over, there's no kedusha. Then you can throw it out, you can throw the esrog out, you can make esrog jam out of it, you can eat it, you can do what you want after sukkah. What happened to the kedusha? It's gone once because the mitzvah has been done. And, and that's the, the principles of Dovah Shinaset Mitzvato in Moalimbo that we have in the Gemara. Once a mitzvah has been done, even if it was Kedushas Beis Hamikdash, even if it was something that was used in the Beis Hamikdash, once the mitzvah has been done with it, there's no longer Me'ila. Me'ila is the way you test the, the, the presence of Kedusha in the object. If you over Mila, that means if you use something of the Beis Hamikdash for private use, for secular use, you're over Mila. You have to bring a korban Mila and pay a fine. And um, if there's no Mila, then there isn't kedusha attached to it. One would assume. Um, so once the mitzvah is done with an, with an object in the Beis Hamikdash, then it no longer has kedusha attached to it. So that's one of the principles we have. But Trumas Hadeshen is an exception that we learn in the Gemara. So not only do you dress up for the occasion, but here, even after the mitzvah is done, it still retains its kedusha. What is this thing that still retains its kedusha, this amazing thing, that after the mitzvah is done, it still retains its kedusha? A pile of ash. It doesn't make sense. That's what we see in this Gemara. You've got to look at this Gemara and say, what is going on? How do you make sense of this? So we have the Gemara, it starts with the Gemara, again, to the question of blood. Is, does, does, is there me'ila with blood, or isn't there me'ila with blood? And the, and the Gemara learns that, that, that blood doesn't change its status, and since after the kapara, after you, whatever you've had to do with the blood of the animal, uh, there's no me'ila. Before it, there's also no me'ila. Ask the Gemara, but maybe it's the other way around. Maybe after you've done the mitzvah, of, of Kapara with blood, maybe there is Me'ila, and therefore there should be Me'ila all the time. Gemara comes to the conclusion, Ein lecha aset bo. No, says the Gemara, there is no thing which once its mitzvah is done, there's still an Isu Me'ila, there's no such thing. Ask the Gemara, v'lo trumas hadeshen. What about trumas hadeshen, even after its mitzvah is done, there's still Me'ila? And then the Gemara says, a technical answer. <coughs> Where do we know this from? This Gemara in Psochim, where the Gemara says, because of, it, because of the words in the Posuk, and you shall put it by the Mizbeach. Says the Gemara in, in Psochim, uh, it mustn't be scattered, it's got to stand there by the side of the Mizbeach. And we know that ultimately it was absorbed by the earth, but there was always a pile next to the Mizbeach. And Samor means you must put it there and not take any use of it. You may not derive use from it, so it still has Kudusha, even though it's just a pile of ash. And, and Rashi learns in, in, in Zvochim, Dathmevov, a different area altogether, Vesamor, Mashmasham Genizatam, Vesham Nivlabim Komam. Vesamor implies you leave them there, not just you put them there, you leave the ash there, you never touch it, it will eventually be absorbed into the earth. Alma Asur so you see that it's Osur Bahano. And Arashi says, the Kivan Shidanazat Mitzvato, two law Karin and Bekadshi. Once the mitzvah's been done, it's no longer Kodesh normally. But Trumas Hadeshin, Kivan de Bahana also Mishum Kudushato. Since we learn with Trumas Hadeshin that the ash remains also Bahano, you cannot derive benefit from the ash, clearly says Rashi, Me'ila Nami Itpe. 
If you're not allowed to have benefit from it, what kind of din is that? That must be that there's an isu me'ila. If you do get benefit from it, you have to bring a korban me'ila. So you see, it still has its full kedushah. This pile of burnt-out ashes still has its full kedushah. What is that all about? And although Tosfus learns that it's not, it's not really me'ila, but the isur hano, everybody holds. Ri and the Ritzvah have got a, a different approach. But Rashi says it's absolute me'ila, and, and Tosfus says... It's, it's an Isur Bahano. So that, that's for sure that there's an Isur Hana, which means it still has, it still has its Kedusha. So there's an amazing Kleyoka that explains this. So again, the Kohen has to dress up for this mitzvah. If the mitzvah was just cleaning up the Mizbeach, is that really an avoider? Would that really require him to dress up as an avoider? So it seems to be more than just cleaning up the Mizbeach. Now we're seeing not only is he cleaning up the Mizbeach, but he's creating a pile of ash which has Kedusha. And he's putting it in a specific place. What is the purpose of that pile of ash? What is it? There's an unbelievable Kleyoka which I found uh, this morning. And he says, She'ha'olam mechaperet al gasut the leftovers of the Truma Sadeshin are primarily from the Ola. The Korban Ola was, was, was burnt completely. Nothing was left of it. There was, no, there was no physical. It was burnt until it was finished. What's left over? The ashes. So these are the ashes that you use for the Truma Sadeshin. And he goes on to say on the next page of the, of the notes that the Ola is a kapara for Gase Haruach. What do you bring an ola for as a, as a um, kapara, as an atonement for gasud ruach? And Rav Shol did some, uh, some beautiful research the other day on the difference between gava and gasud ruach, and, and what emerged from that, because the words are used interchangeably. Here we see it's a kapara for gasud ruach, not a kapara for gaiva. And based on what you said, Rav Shol, it would make a lot of sense, because gaiva is just a feeling. Arrogance is a feeling. You don't have to bring kapora for it. It's not a nice feeling to have, but you haven't done anything. So kapora, you don't need kapora. The kapora is for gasut haruach, which is the way your arrogance manifests. And it's interesting, gasut haruach means coarseness. So if you see somebody grob, he's eating in a grob way, he's dressed in a grob way, he talks in a grob way, you know how distasteful that is. That's the same distastefulness of a balgaiva of somebody is arrogant. To a sensitive soul, an arrogant person is grob, is disgusting. You want to have nothing to do with him. And the kapora for, for gasus haruach is a korban oila. Val kavanazu is kir haramat hadeshin. And that's what trumas hadeshin means, the words of trumas hadeshin. Johnny, you've come for the most important part of the shir. You came in time. Ki hatikun hu hadeshin, shiyomar va'anochi afar va'efer. You've got to look at that ash and say to yourself, what am I? If, if chas v'sholem, I were to be cremated, what would my heirs get? A little jar of ash. That's what I am. If I want to think of myself physically, physically I'm a little jar of ash. The whole world, if you contracted the whole world into its physical status, we're told it would be the size of a baseball. It would be a very dense baseball, but that's the size. That's how much matter there is. Everything else is space and energy and design. What makes me a human is my design. And if I have a design of humanity, there has to be a designer. You take a computer and you melt the components of the computer down. You've got a little blob of plastic and copper and a little bit of gold. That's what you've got. It can't do anything. What makes it a computer? The way it's put together, the design. 
It's the design of the human being which is important. That belongs to the designer of the human being. But, but if I think of myself as matter, I'm just a little jar of offer ve'efer. Ke'avron ve'azyarum. And the beauty of humility, says the Kleyoka, is it uplifts you. That's what humility does. It's completely counterintuitive. An arrogant person thinks he's got to brag and he's got to be arrogant in order to attract attention, in order to, to make any... Asher, you've, you'll get the last bit of it. It's worth it. Lovely to see you. The, um, an arrogant person thinks that you've got to be arrogant in order to, to, make a, to make an impression, in order to be noticed. It's not true, says the Kleyokov. The, um, you'll become very high. You'll be uplifted enormously if you realize you're just a jar of ash and everything is in your design and your behavior, but not in, the, in, in what you are materially. The you that you see in the mirror in the morning, that could just be reduced to a little jar of ash. That's all it is. Because if one reduces oneself to who one really is, and you realize everything I've got are the gifts of Hashem, who I really am, that's just a jar of ash. Hashem is Magbiya, that person is uplifted. And that's why it's called Trumas Hadeshin. Isn't that beautiful? Where are you lifting up the Deshin? You don't lift it up, you take it off the Mizbech and you put it down. Why is it called Trumas Hadeshin? It should be called Horadat Hadeshin. Says the, the, the Kleyoka, the Kleyoka was the Rov of and, and Rosh Hashiva in Prague together with the Maral. And when the Maral died, he succeeded the Maral. And he was a Rosh Hashiva there, and he was a Dayan there. We think of the Kleyoka as saying, nice little Vertlach on the Parsha. The Kleyoka was an, an unbelievable Goen in the 17th century, in the 16th, end of the 16th century, and, and uh, sat together with the, with the Maharalmi Prague. And so when the, when the Kleyoka says this, you're dealing with Divrei Torah, you're dealing with the Torah itself telling you this. That's Trumas Hadeshin. The ashes uplift you. The ashes are uplifting. There's nothing more uplifting for a person than to realize who and what he really is. That's the greatest upliftment. Because then you realize who and what I am is the way I behave. Who and what I am is the energy I project. Who and what I am is the design that I have that the Rebbe gave me. Who and what I am is the, is the neshama that I have. The goof is just a, is just a pile of ashes. And that's why the Kohen Godel is told, wear special clothes, but the clothes must fit you says the Kleyoko. Don't wear clothes that are too big for you. The clothes are your image. Your body is your identity. Your identity. What am I really? What is my true identity? A jar of ash. Okay, now I need to dress myself up a little bit. I can't walk around as a jar of ash. So I put on clothes and I look good. But don't put on clothes that are too big for you. The clothes have to be kemidator. They have to be, they have to be measured correctly. V'lo yelech bigdulot v'nifnaot mimenu. Now remember, you're a jar of ash, so don't go around dressed up as if you're something really special. You've got to be careful that your image that you project is projects who you really are and is used uh, for the purpose of amplifying who you really are, not somebody else. And it's put next to the Mizbeach, Kigama Mizbeach Moireal Geder Anava. The Mizbeach itself indicates Anava, as we learn in Mishpatim. So it's this combined image of this pile of ashes, all that's left of this magnificent bull, or all of these bulls that were brought yesterday as Korbanot or Lot. What's left? A little pile of ash. That's all it is next to this big Mizbeach. And you understand the power of Avodat Hashem 
as opposed to who we are in essence, just this little pile of ass. That image is the image of the Trumat Hadeshin that is Meirim, that, that uplifts us. And it's true, it's only the Kohen that sees this. We don't get a chance to really see this image. But that's as we talked about further, the idea to live a Talmud Chochem lives a conceptual life. So we live with this image. We see this image. We feel this image. Every time we say the Korbanot in the morning, we see the Trumas Hadeshin. And, and we picture it and we live it and we learn the halachot like in this piece of Gomorrah with a long toast that goes into it. Your whole mind gets into the world of the Trumas Hadeshin and with that we have the impact of, of haramat, of uplifting ourselves when we see ourselves for, what, for who we really are.